Hello, and welcome to a new series of the Behind the Beans podcast from Steampunk Coffee in North Berwick. I thought I'd give a quick introduction before we get into this first episode we have. If you're new to this podcast, my name is Cameron. I'm a barista at Steampunk and also help out with the recording and producing of this podcast. And with this collection of upcoming episodes, we aim to highlight the value of community within our hometown of North Berwick and how much of an asset it is whilst also discussing potential improvements and additions that could be made. Uh, in this first episode, Kath, i.e. Steampunk's founder, is speaking with Mans, a fellow business owner in North Berwick, on this subject. Uh, so without further ado, let's get into it and hear what had to be said. You've, you've been around for quite quite some time so um yeah so can i can i yeah, start? <laughs> i would say i would yeah. say I, I, mean, I know you say focal point but i think what you call we work like kind of like our colleagues you know we work uh-huh. together yeah. you know the high street yeah. more footfall you know um you know so i know we all play a part in the community yeah. Yeah. every shop plays a little bit oh you know? definitely um, definitely but you guys yeah. are kind of like this anchor i think at the end the there because you've been there for a oh. while yeah yeah and you're a big I, shop I right like at the, the end yeah um so I've, i'm gonna start with a really tough one really oh, controversial oh, okay no. gonna put you on the spot is it nisa or nisa oh there we go <laughs> right there that is the question. Nailed, nailed the. Well, when we grew up, it was uh-huh. always Nisa. Nisa, okay. Um, as Nisa, as Nisa, <laughs> or, um, developed, um, and it became a bit more prominent down south in London. Mm-hmm. It became nicer. No. You know, a little bit different. Eh? So, the, um, so, for, I don't really care to be honest. Like, you know, it's, it's a brand, isn't it? And the, the yeah. concept. Yeah, <laughs> you know? but the, if it people do seem to pronounce it both ways, yeah, so it's quite nice enough, to get. You know, from, you know, if you have from the source pronouncing it Nisa, go for it. Yeah, you know, I so, mispronounce so, everything, so yeah. like that's a given. So yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I guess so, but no, um, we get both ways. Nice yeah, Nisa. It's like all quite, means the same, really, doesn't quite it? Quite happy. Yeah. yeah. So I thought I'd maybe start by asking you. Um, can you tell us just a little bit about the background of NISA? Like, when was it set up? How, you know, how yeah. does your involvement in it kind of, okay. how did that come about? It's a Yorkshire-based company originally. Mm-hmm. And it was set up um, by a couple of gentlemen um, who wanted to do wholesale, mm-hmm. but also um, supply independent retailers. At that time, we were talking about, you know, the uh, 70s, 80s. So this was the beginning of, you know, your Tesco's. We were starting to, you know, your big out-of-town supermarkets Mm -hmm. were starting to, you know, before it was Tesco's, over here was prominent with, like, William Lowe, Summerfields and stuff. Um, So... It was a matter of consolidation. It was a matter of uh, economies of scale. So we buy together. We have a better buying power. Mm-hmm. The great thing about NYSA is that it's made of independent retailers. Mm-hmm. So we have the freedom. We have autonomy. Um, when I say independent retailers, I mean family businesses. Mm-hmm. 
you know, it's always said in Britain, um, a nation of shopkeepers. Mm -hmm. Yeah, <laughs> you know? definitely. Um, that's how it was built. Yeah. And it's a culture now. Mm -hmm. um, that culture has enabled us to survive. Yeah. You know, so it's great that we're still here, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, as independent retailer. Yeah. Um, but so, yeah, so that, 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 I mean, nicer, that, that's a whole nicer brand. So coming to, you know, recently, mm -hmm. in recent times, you know, we, we all had, we were all members, all independents that you had um, in Scotland. Mm -hmm. We are the longest serving NISA member in Scotland, um, Rousseau Brothers Limited. Okay, um, so, yeah. Um, it was not just us who helped develop and build NISA, you know, that you had, you know, the Sands, um, you had like the Aslams, you had a lot of different family businesses who mm -hmm. all contributed. Yeah. So we had built this thing. And we all had shares um, in this organization um, and it protected our independence. However, Brexit happened. Um, there was um, Tesco's bought Bookers, which is a wholesaler oh, cash yeah. carry. Oh, did they? I didn't yes. know. So this is this a big move. Mm. So ultimately, um, it shook the industry. We realized that because of what's going to happen, um, food prices and what you're seeing now mm -hmm. if these moves were not made back then we would be in a worse position yeah you know so we're blessed yeah. you know we're very very blessed and um, so um initially um so we're still independent we were still a member at that time we were still a member owned organization um um sainsbury's was interested in buying the wholesale side of the business which um enabled us to stock their products which was a very good offer um we knew what was coming we knew that you know we something we, we were going to have to consolidate bigger you know mm -hmm. we, we we're going to need a big brand behind us to um push us mm -hmm. uh, to, to to remain um, independent and free um in, in in that market in that industry sorry so um that fell through um, as soon as that fell through, the cooperative jumped in, mm -hmm. and they made an offer which was really good. Mm -hmm. And when you know, was this then? So this was this was about a good three, four, four years ago, I think it was. Yeah, right. yeah. So this yeah. Is, yeah. So this was back then. We, we all we all had a vote. All mm -hmm. our independents in Scotland and United Kingdom, we all had votes, and um, they made it by the skin of their teeth. Right. It was a big. They they, they needed. I believe at the time it was seventy percent, mm -hmm. um, to change the organization. Um, you know, I don't like going the stats of it, the actual um points of it, but it was um. The court protected our freedom, mm -hmm. which was very important. Yeah, um, I guess being a cooperative, you know, yes. at its heart, that seems a better fit with local Absolutely. you know local independent Absolutely. grocers than a big supermarket yeah yeah um, i have a lot of respect for the co-op immense yeah. amount of respect for the co-op um, i've got family in rochdale i've got family in manchester mm -hmm. you know you know um the co-op started off in rochdale mm -hmm. and what it was back then when it first started up those those um the spirit of that um i admire mm -hmm. You know, yeah. Um, obviously, 
now things have changed into uh, they've just got to fit what I perceive is they're having to fit that ethos into a capitalist system mm-hmm. it's it can't, I'm, st- <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry <laughs> Just uh, repeat the line I'm, into a capitalist system, and I'll cut that bit. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! I'm so sorry. I have to do this. Yeah, yeah. Joe, Joe, I'm so sorry. I'm in the middle of dinner. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Okay. Go for it. Yeah, I'll message it to you, pal. Right now, okay. Is that local Joe? Can yeah, we get him true. on? <laughs> Important things. <laughs> what, you trying to run a business here or something? Oh, it's Offer never ended. It's, 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 <laughs> um, yeah, I've got a massive amount of respect for all these guys. Mm. You know, I mean, when you talk about, yeah, we have a, you know, a Tesco, we have an Aldi's here, you know. Mm. Yeah, the competition, you know, but... I like I always say, and I say to my staff, uh, you know, you know, even though we're competition with the co-op along the road, um, you know, if they ran out of something, and they have, and they've came to us, mm-hmm. and we've given it to them, mm-hmm. and we've done exactly the same to them, mm-hmm. that's a cooperative. Yeah. 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 It's, it's, I'm old enough to know, and I've been in this game a very long time to know, and I've read a lot of books. <laughs> it's not competition. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. cooperation. Yeah. That's something that we've always, I've always fought for quite strongly here yeah. at Steampunk. That's like a key part of our ethos. I think yeah. that businesses should be cooperative rather than competitive. Yeah, absolutely. And it's interesting speaking to someone who, you know, we just talked about the problematic word entrepreneur. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's interesting speaking to someone who is obviously an entrepreneur from a family that's been, you know, running a business. Yeah, I'm not an entrepreneur, by but the way. I, you know, let's just put this out. You yeah. Know, I, you know, I'm not a businessman. Mm-hmm. You know, I was brought in to this from a very, very young age. Yeah. You know, eight years well, old. What I was pe- that like? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know how, I don't know, it's normal. Yeah. <laughs> normal for me. Yeah. You know, um, different times, you know. Yeah. Um, so what sort of things did you do when you were eight? Like you how, really, when, what, 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 as in working-wise? Yeah. Or as, all right, okay, yeah. Well, working-wise. <laughs> you know, let's keep it. <laughs> right, right, so uh, working, well, one of my earliest memories was with my uncle Russell. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I absolutely love this, uh, this man. Uh, he's like my second father. Mm-hmm. Um, one of my er- <laughs> earliest memories um, was um, him um, taking me to Bukut's Cash and Carry and Longstone. Mm-hmm. Oh, I remember and, that. And putting me <laughs> on the trolley and taking me around the Cash and Carry. And I, I remember this specifically. This point was, um, this is this kind of, you know, human being that he is. Uh, the, the memorable thing was when we were just leaving Longstone and um, we were going up the hill past the traffic lights and up the hill mm-hmm. towards you know like the ox gang swanston mm-hmm. area mm-hmm. that kind of thing and there was a massive branch that had broken off the what you call the, the it must be sitting there for a while mm-hmm. um, and you know put it on its hazards moved it aside and jumped in the van and off we went now i remember that mm-hmm. you know i remember that and i remember that what you call like his his the community aspect mm-hmm. that, he, that, he, yeah. that he had 
um, I'm blessed with it. I'm blessed that I could learn from him. So, Mr. Russell passed away um, recently mm-hmm. um, and um, passed away from COVID. Oh. He, had, he had many health issues, but he was a soldier, a mm-hmm. proper, proper soldier. And he was one of the happiest guys I've met. And, and even though, uh, and the only way I can put my head around why that gentleman was so happy was where he actually came from. And we were learning and um, they bought North Berwick shop, which was initially um, four separate units. Oh. And when uh, was that? Oh, so this is uh, 1990, late 90s. Okay. Um, I should really be accurate. You know, it's 26 years in, in October that we've had that shop. Wow. Yeah, at that time, you know, we were already familiar with North Berwick. Mm-hmm. Um, and my dad seen they were just building Creole Court at that time mm-hmm. um, and that side of the high street wasn't that busy mm-hmm. you know busy in the summertime but it really needed redeveloped mm-hmm. to a certain extent so mm-hmm. the 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 garage um fowler's garage that was just i believe it's fowler's garage that was there before um i, I can i can see like all the elderly customers shouting yes man it's fowler's garage <laughs> Yeah. Was that where where that, I That's what it was, and then what you call it, that that, that um, um, disappeared, and then mm-hmm. we had what you call the, the the new build. Um, the post office mm-hmm. moved to that that side of the high street, which was very very important. Mm-hmm. Um, because I remember my dad had uh, seen the post office there, and he'd seen that this building here and it's got four units. Why mm-hmm. don't we just make it one big mm-hmm. shop? And and it's what the community needs. Mm-hmm. I'm not too sure who advised him or or, or whatnot, um, um, but that was the start. Mm. And then ever since then, I remember the first day it opened up, and I was so happy. And I remember, like the whole, even from the planning stage, my dad had the blueprint out with the with the shelves and the merchandise and the products yeah. going. And he had it on the table. I remember I was really young. I was I was at I was at high school. And he had it on the table and I was looking at it, I goes, yeah, I'd, I'd have that such and such there, I'd have such and such there. He was looking at me and goes, ah, yeah, that's actually how you would, you. I was thinking, you know, and, yeah. I, and then it was, um, obviously when it got done, it was completely different. Eh? I mean, he was just, my dad was just saying that, you know. Was, <laughs> you know. <laughs> it was just encouraging you. <laughs> yeah. Um, the shop had so much potential and they had the skills, yeah. um, um, but it just needed um, like a refurbishment, yeah. you know, and yeah. it needed, um, to be a bit more sustainable in terms of not relying on the family too much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so, um, yeah, initially it was only maybe for like six months or so. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. But it never turned out. I had so much fun. Yeah. You know, um, I love my customers. Like, yeah. seriously, I'm so lucky um, to work in North Medic yeah. and, and the customers that we've got. Um, and, you know, when I'm down or when they're down, we always try to pick each other up or try to make yeah. each other laugh. And it's, yeah. banter and it's like, you know, I'm happy. You know, yeah. it's a purposeful job. Yeah, it, it really shows, I think. You know, it, it shows that there's a great kind of community heart there. 
yeah you guys do some really you do some really nice things for the community like aren't you guys open on christmas day and people can come down for a wee chat if they're on their own and stuff it's nice yeah so nice i've I've worked christmas day it's nice even though we don't celebrate it you know i think a lot uh, of muslim families or even non-muslim families who have shops now are opening on christmas day Mm -hmm. but we've done it for like 26 years but yeah. even before that uh, you were doing it you know in Dunbar yeah. um, and people really really appreciate it yeah. and it makes people so many happy and you save so many Christmas dinners yeah you know and you're like <laughs> uh, you know you just feel the love and you feel the vibe and you're yeah. just like you know what I just hope you have the best time <laughs> Ever. So, do you get people who actually come for a shop, or do people yeah. come to? Oh, do they? <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> they need snacks. Oh, they Christmas. rely on us now. Right? They're yeah. just like, what you call it? You know. Um, but do nah, they? Do nice. they also just come down for? Yeah, yeah. some people don't, don't yeah. even care. You know, they're yeah. like, oh, Christmas, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, and it's fine. You know, it's cool. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just another day. You know, and it's it's, yeah. it's uh, you know respect that. Uh, yeah. You know, what you call it? But you're, you're still going to get like some nice chocolates. Yeah. <laughs> you know, for yeah. from us. Uh, you know, we're still going to have some try get some festivity in you, pal. Yeah. You know. Um, well, I mean, over the last couple of years with COVID, there's been a lot of discussion about essential yeah. workers, hasn't there? But you know again mm. we forget on days like christmas there's plenty of essential workers who are having to go about their Absolutely. their normal daily jobs and yeah. so having places that people can go and you know but also actually i was reading something quite interesting about kind of um the social um kind of value of of retail spaces um and also um you know the the benefit that shops and things can have for people who are on their own you know as this Mm. kind of social space um and i've had some really lovely stories i've heard from andy who um for listeners that's my son who actually works for man's andy Andy. (laughs) you love andy he's a legend by the way honestly I hate to think. The customers love Andy. Like, seriously, you can see it. It's just natural. He's like a fish to water. You know, and it's, uh... um, but he, yeah, he's he's told me some really lovely stories about. So one of the things you guys do is um, you deliver shopping for people, yeah. and you do it two ways, don't you? So you've got yeah. the app, the Snappy Shopper. Yes. Yeah. Can you tell us a little bit about the Snappy Shopper? So that snappy shopper site. So it's like for anybody, everybody mm-hmm. who's who's you don't have to be tech savvy. It's nice mm-hmm. and simple, yeah. and we'll, we'll we'll deliver you know within the hour, mm-hmm. or at least try to deliver within <laughs> the hour. Um, but um, that is a is a is a good service. Yeah, and, you know it's, yeah. it's 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 um. But the the bit that um Andy was kind of talking to me about um was the the shopping that you do that's probably more yes. for like older yes. um, customers where they'll phone up and you guys will be chatting to them on the phone as yeah. you go up and down the aisles with yeah. the basket and you're putting their shopping in yeah, and nice talking about it. what's in that day <laughs> and oh we don't have any of those but you could have this one instead and we like a skive have... <laughs> <laughs> well you may i mean you may say that but i mean I know Andy has said to me when he's gone like with the delivery, yeah. he'll have the the person who has like set aside the jar that they can't open, you yes. know, for yes. him to open for them. Absolutely. Or something they can't important. reach up high Absolutely. or something. Yeah. So like it's a, actually a really valuable yes. like social service that you're offering. Like we've people are having. For, yeah, we've done that 26 years. We've done that. Amazing. You know. And it's it, just amazing. It's 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 yeah. We've not been a big deal out of it that we yeah. do it. You know, it's not it's not 
it's it's just just service to the community. Yeah, you know. But I, I yeah, I think it. You it, know, people don't really realize that. If we wanted to make a big shout and dance about it, and um, would you call it and put it on TikTok or whatnot? Yeah. Then would you call it, we would, but we're, that's not us. No, it's <laughs> you not know? you. That's not us. You know, we might. Yeah, I mean, that whole delivery system. You know, um, you know, this is another blessing. You know, um, it's only through the pandemic that I've, I've realized how much this is a blessing mm-hmm. that we, we had the service already in yeah. place yeah um now it was it only was for our elderly and vulnerable customers mm-hmm. um who, who, who shop with us all the time and mm-hmm. yeah. you know whatever health reasons or um so we used to do it every thursday i mean it just it just snowballed it evolved mm-hmm. into us having them having customers on the phone because it was far more efficient it was it was more accurate mm-hmm. um it was live um we could entertain the customer yeah. while on the phone yeah <laughs> talk about things you know yeah see how they're doing check some, in some, some of them like i remember you know, some of them don't even get out. Like some mm-hmm. of these customers, they don't even yeah. have gardens, but they can't even get out. They sit next to the window. You know, yeah. it's heartbreaking, eh? But yeah. when you do it for years and yeah. you and you sit with them, and they give you wisdom mm-hmm. and they tell you things, and what you call it, and it's just it's 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 it's, it's a beautiful moment. Mm-hmm. And if everybody could experience that, yeah, you know, um, yeah, I want everybody to experience that. Yeah, you know, if you're not it's really valuable. That, And just map the whole thing out and go, how do we do this in a pandemic every day nine to five mm. um how do you do it on top of that i've got to make the decision that okay one minute i'm on a scaling in squad mm-hmm. i've had to some of my staff are scared you know mm-hmm. i've had to would you call it like put them on furlough mm-hmm. you know i'm blessed that would you call it like the, this the, my teammates um you know it's a fight or flight situation mm-hmm. so and the ones who stayed you know who who, who you know took it on the chin and just mm-hmm. drive through it mm-hmm. um so there was that decision to scale it up you know included um you know multiple telephone lines you need a lot of, you need a lot of, of uh, manpower mm-hmm. sorry, human power sorry mm-hmm. um um to, to, to undertake it mm-hmm. um every cloud had a silver lining and at that time what happened was um you know a lot of people were um on furlough um and my angels came <laughs> james mcpherson steph brash harry grierson median and uh, all these people who were on furlough harry grierson was in australia <laughs> When, when I text them, I go, oh, yeah, I phoned them actually. I go, hey, Harry, what's happening? <laughs> hey, man, what's happening? I was like, Harry, um, like, are you, are you need a job? <laughs> like, oh, man, um, I, I do need a job. I'm in Australia. <laughs> <laughs> and then, um, I, I'm blessed. Him. Two weeks later, he was back in what you call North Berwick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, um, and then, Steph Brash. Um, immense amount of respect for Steph Brash and James McPherson the firefighters I spy, well, you know, and James, James is a teacher as well at mm-hmm. the time the teachers were um, furloughed, I mean we got a lot of applications we, mm-hmm. we, when we put the the, the, the uh, 
the word out. And um, but at that time, it was no messing around. We needed people who can do the job. Mm-hmm. You know, who have a sense of community, and we need them now. Mm-hmm. Um, and I cannot fault the people. You know, every single team member that we had. You know, mm-hmm. our shop local. They did a fantastic job. Yeah. Amazing job. You guys like, were like such, you were so we were on, on fire. it. You were so <laughs> on it. You were such like leaders in the community with this. I remember going into um, NYSA, you know, quite early on, you guys were wearing masks yes. way before anybody else yes. in town was wearing masks. I remember going into other shops, um, you know, and I was wearing a mask and everybody would look at you like you were insane. I had come back from Abu Dhabi as well at the time and a lot of people in Asia, Mm-hmm. Um, wear masks, mm-hmm. you know, and it's an everyday for anything. Mm-hmm. For um, and God bless them, you know, because it wasn't for that culture. I would not be brave enough to put on that mask, yeah, and and tell my staff, listen, we've got to drop our egos right now. Yeah, we've it's a real cultural really, shift here yeah, in this country, isn't we've it? We've got to drop our egos right now, yeah. and we've got to take this seriously, mm-hmm. right? I'm going to put this mask on. Right, it's up to you if you do it as well. Mm-hmm. God bless Carol Peacock <laughs> because she's ex-military uh... and she put that mask on and she went straight to the till. Yeah, and I was like, and that was such a proud yeah. moment. Yeah, yeah. And I, I remember, like, I think I had tears, I had tears in my eyes. At that yeah, time. I was like, I was so proud. And then, yeah, and the other members of staff started doing it as well. There's nothing like adversity for like. Oh, sorry. Also, Ellen Clark. Um, Ellen Clark works at the, um, she's a student. Yeah. Um, um, she was, um, students were off at the time and then oh, she yeah. was um, at the swimming pool. She came in and she wore it straight away and she mm-hmm. was, um, uh, you know, and it was, it was great. I think the customers felt safe in our shop. Yeah. It was very important. waiting about in an airport to be honest yeah uh, uh, yeah just, yeah, just start talking away yeah, you know because i've sat on a bus and a train and people th- look at me <laughs> and they sit away from me i've experienced that oh, you yeah? know i've experienced that why because you chat too much no <laughs> oh come on it's like you know we're talking you know, after what's happened in 9-11. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That happened um, just when I was just starting university. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, been there, done it, learned from it, and I'm not gonna mm-hmm. let it happen when I'm there. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. um, it's, it's not a nice feeling, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and there's been, there's been a massive increase in racism against Asian people after, right. because of COVID, hasn't there? Oh, of course, silly. Yeah. Absolutely silly. These are human beings, you mm. know. They cry, they bleed, you know. Um, it's, it's just silly. But, but listen, you know, we can't blame people, honestly. We can't blame people at all. You know, this is the environment that we live in, mm. you know. Mm-hmm. You know, we're constantly fed this. Yeah. Whenever we look, newspapers, you know, behave, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, obey, you know, obey. <laughs> You know, which is fine. You know, what you call it? It's a, you have a lot of respect for the system, eh? but um, you know, I try. I try to look at the what you call it, the the human spirit. 
you know the beauty of it you know have fun you know you're on mm-hmm. an adventure eh? you know you you know put all your if you actually sit with someone i've sat with someone who's racist mm-hmm. you know um you know people get misguided as easily mm-hmm. people are very easily misguided mm-hmm. you know and you know just try to be kind mm-hmm. you know have a bit of compassion you know you know what people have been through Listen, what gives me hope, right? This gives me hope, right? When my family first moved to Wingate when I was a kid, we got racist abuse. We got swastikas. Oh, wow. Swastikas. On our, what you call, door. Like, so on when, would, when would this have been? This, this is, this is, early, I mean, this is, this is uh, just to give the viewers an idea, right? Because this is, not the Dumbara is now. Mm-hmm. You know, Dumbara now is, you know, people have very strong opinions about racism when it comes to what you call like anti racism. People will now, you know, stand up. Mm. You know, mm-hmm. see, you gotta be careful in Dumbara, you know, with these kind of things. Uh, and like, um, that's only because of, you know, us family being there, mm-hmm. I think, and mm-hmm. what's happened in the world. Um, um, when we were younger, we were, um, Wingate Crescent was one of the roughest areas in, in East Lothian. It, it was, um, yeah, put it this way, by the time I was age 10, I knew what a dirty needle was. Mm. Yeah. That upbringing at that time, you know, it was very ravey, you know, very, you had, you had your skinheads as well. Mm-hmm. They were just kind of like fading out kind of things. Mm-hmm. You know, like the 80s kind of punk were kicking ass mm-hmm. kicking their airsies which was great to see <laughs> i love my punks <laughs> all my punks out there uh, um at that time so um yeah so we were like the first asian family in that area mm. we were very blessed there was a lot of irish families in that area as well who helped us okay <laughs> you know mm-hmm. and who, who've experienced this as kind of mm-hmm. stuff. My, my, my two best friends um Andrew Ludham, Steve McCallum, um, um, they came from a very hard Catholic family. Mm-hmm. Um, and there was so much commonality between, you know, because mm-hmm. there's a religion of Abraham, so there's commonality, you know. Um, so, yes, we got our windows smashed. We got, what you call it, like swastikas put on our lamppost. We got um, chapter runs, all that, mm-hmm. you know. It was only because people didn't know us. Mm-hmm. They were scared. Who are these people? These brown creatures, these brown human beings, whatever, you know? So we, we knew all that, we, we got it all, you know, and at heart, you know, at heart. Um, but it toughened us up. Mm. It made us tough. Um, um, but we had fun. <laughs> we had the best childhoods I could ask for. You know, because eventually, you know, we were allowed into what you call it, like our friend's house. We were, the, our parents started to, kids were like coming to our house and they were like, hang on one minute, your house is nice and clean. And then, um, and I never got that <laughs> back then. I was like, ah, what are you expecting? You know, oh, your bathroom smells really nice and stuff like that. And I'm thinking, like, okay. Um, but it ne- never occurred to me back then. I was just like, oh, yeah, well, having as much fun as possible. But great childhood. Um, so, at that time, 
that transition from the people in the community giving us bother and I see these boys now you're taking the children to school and they, and we just high five each other we're like mate how you doing you know mm -hmm. we want the best they changed mm -hmm. you know yeah. they changed they, they changed their ways they, they, they whoever taught them these things you know they've grown up and they're like nah nah that's not true mm -hmm. you know um, and that gives me hope man plus Russell Brand gives me hope <laughs> you know I listen to a bit of him so it cheers me up <laughs> yeah that's a that's amazing to hear it's um man you've got a huge heart <laughs> it's only because god has softened it <laughs> I, i'm not too sure if you guys are atheists or whatnot but what you call it? like I, I do the older i get the more spiritual i'm becoming so i've got to thank um i think i've got to thank god for everything i've got i'm yeah. so blessed you know i mean i've got everything was great but we really need a shop like, yeah. a, like a zero waste kind of shop there's a new one just about to open in north I, we are so yeah. lucky the peppermint to have this high beach. street honestly yeah yeah aren't we oh my yeah. word the talent on this high street yeah it's really Talking about you, Kath. <laughs> it's really diverse the high street isn't it it's great isn't it <laughs> i mean you know it's not like we have only yeah a certain type of shop you know we we really do have quite a range yeah of it took years Different to build. things. It did. It took years to build. And then, um, What's the secret of a strong high street? What do you think? Well, um, it's always about... Um, the, the rule is um, um, more services, more footfall. Simple as that. Mm -hmm. um, how does a town like North Bennett get such a good footfall in the summertime? It's because it's location, really. You know, um, mm -hmm. to make a successful high street, yeah, you know, it's it's very hard. You have to be dynamic now. Mm -hmm. You know, it's it's not just the old way. This is a new way. Mm -hmm. um, we have to be more sustainable. I mean, um, even in the shop, um, like food wastage was mm -hmm. a big thing. Mm -hmm. um, and the amount of supermarkets waste food. It's, it's not. It's not. This is serious numbers. Mm -hmm. You know, some new apps too good to go. Shout out mm -hmm. to Good To Go. Mm -hmm. uh, shout out to, um, there's a lot of few, there's other mm -hmm. great ones out there, which are helping us retailers to uh, get rid of our, well, not get rid, but we just got stop us from throwing it in the bin and mm -hmm. give them to people who will need it. Yeah. Which is great. You know, we can do that with the technology that we have now. We're so mm -hmm. blessed to have this kind of technology that we can just do these kind of things. Yeah. Um, awesome. Um, so in North Berwick, we have ourselves. Uh, we have um, Greg's and Costa. You know, we're mm -hmm. all doing a bit, you know, what you call, but at the end of the matter, you know, I think to me, if you were to ask me that hard question, you know, the hard question of sustainability in the high street, it's not in a capitalist system, I'm terribly sorry. Mm -hmm. And I'm not going to promote any other system, to be honest, because they're all based on money. Yeah. You know, money and corruption are the both sides of the same coin, mm -hmm. you know. So a lot of hard questions have to be talked about and a lot of big questions, but I'm not a social engineer. I'm not Jacques Fresco from the Venus Project. You know. Who is that? I don't I don't know. Oh I don't know the reference. It's, 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 uh, 
yeah, he, he, social engineer. He's passed away now. He passed away a couple of years ago, but I read some of his books. He's a fascinating man. Mm. Fascinating man. He met Einstein once, <laughs> and, and and he put his theory to Einstein. <laughs> Einstein, and then Einstein looked at him and took him put his arm around the shoulder, took him out to the what you call the swamp, took a bit of um, uh, like, a, like a cup and mm. took a bit of swamp water and put it down in the petri glass and then got he got there what you call. Looked at it very closely, mm. <laughs> and uh, and he goes like, "Look, nature's always fighting against each other. <laughs> what are you talking about?" And, it, and it, it's true, nature. You know, mm-hmm. you you look at it closely. Yeah, it's always like competing, fighting, mm-hmm. what all, kind of thing. Yeah, but um, it's got to be a way of cooperation. It's got to be a way of. Um, I mean, we've got X amount of resources. Yeah, and we've got X amount of people how do we get these resources to these people in a sustainable manner mm-hmm. you know sorry i'm so sorry i'm you know it's not going to come from capitalism mm-hmm. cop whatever <coughs> <laughs> i'm terribly sorry yeah. yeah but if you're genuinely thinking that these people sitting in glasgow are going to be able to change this god bless them. these people have got good intentions you know I'm sure a lot of the people have good intentions, maybe, but you know, I I want to see, I, we should have been doing this ages ago, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, and it's only because our reliance on the capitalist system, our reliance on making money, and what mm-hmm. you call it, and profiteering or yeah. whatnot, and all this nonsense, you know, um, that we've ended up in zeitgeist, mm-hmm. the spirit of now, you know, and. I think, and these are more radical I think uh, you know but that's just my opinion I don't know anything you know I'm not here you know I don't uh, seriously I'm just another man with opinion doesn't, <laughs> doesn't mean it's credible or anything you know <laughs> there's a lot I think there's a lot more people following the money trail now I mean there's been a lot of stuff in the past yes. week or so so we're recording this just yes. now in November yes. you guys are going to hear it in January I think um, about corruption you know yes uh, quite high up in the amount of public money that's gone astray from you know the whole covid thing um but yeah I, i've heard something about like the the statistics about the number of people at cop 26 that are from like oil and gas industry and stuff yeah. you know i mean people need to look and they need to look as well at um who's financing you know like mm. businesses that are doing like marketing and whatever for environmental charities they're also doing marketing for the oil and gas companies you know so people need to be like held accountable Mm. and they need to be authentic i think and that's something that seems to get harder the bigger you get i think that's that's why for me always small business has always been a, a better thing because a small business with a, a human face yeah. is much more likely to be accountable in a community than yeah. some large corporation where you can't, I mean, if somebody has a problem with NISA, they can come and talk to you about it, right? Yeah, absolutely. And if somebody yeah. has a problem with steampunk, they can come and tell me about it. Mm. And they do, and it's great. That's how it should be, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, but if you become a massive global corporation, then you lose that accountability. Yeah. And you yeah. lose that I mean, you and I have to walk around town and hold our head up, don't we? And yeah. not be embarrassed that we're doing something terrible to the, <laughs> yeah. you know. Um. How about 
is there anything else like I, I wanted to ask you like is there something that is like a top seller in your shop that we would be surprised to hear like what is it that the number you one sell top a seller for of? all shops and and convenience is bananas apparently <laughs> what yeah man yeah bananas. Uh, yeah yeah uh, uh, i thought you were gonna say thing. lottery tickets or you like think, uh, or something <laughs> you, you genuinely think yeah but then it's, it's crazy when it gets to christmas time bananas nope oh <laughs> you ready for this cream eggs what christmas christmas cream eggs <laughs> It's all no. the, it, I, I swear it, oh it is God. so true it's like because that's so what, weird what ends up happening is that like we, we place our, our christmas and spring orders uh easter orders like early so yeah when you your cream eggs come in you get an opportunity to bring them in just before christmas uh-huh. and we always do that because eh, we and love people go eggs. mad for them and yeah and you put them next to the till and then that's it unbelievable so when, we talk about when you talk about quantity <laughs> you know per product it, yeah. it's cream eggs you christmas know? cream eggs yeah. you heard it here first everyone <laughs> <laughs> well yeah that's what yeah well i it's i'm so grateful that you uh were willing to come in and, and share with us because um you know our our series uh which is very much focused on community this time yeah um I think that it's been amazing to to hear you talk about, you know, how important community is to you and, you know, your so your such important role in in our community. So, um, you yeah. know. That's good. That's, and uh, yeah. We're very blessed. Yeah. yeah.